Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. And welcome to episode 26. On this episode, we are going to change gears for a minute. I have a huge money league on Saturday. It's my biggest league. It's a league that has been around in existence for 16 years. This is our 16th year. It's with all my home buddies. Um, it's about has the same, almost the same exact managers as we started with in year one. We have lost a few. We have replaced a few. However, for the most part, these guys know how to draft. So I need to prepare. So what I'm going to do for you guys here is I'm going to prepare using the sleeper app. I'm going to do a mock draft for everybody. I'm going to explain my picks. I'm going to explain my reasonings behind these picks. And we're just going to rock it that way. We're kind of just going to do this one live. We're just going to rock with it. We're going to we're going to roll and we're going to see how my team shakes up by the end of the draft. There are a few things you need to understand though about this draft. It's a full team PPR league. Full point, I'm sorry, PPR league. It's a 12 team league. Now, there is a little bit of a twist here. I have the option of either having pick number 2 or pick number 9. Okay, because as, as we how we do it is we pull names out of a hat and you get to pick in which order you want. So, for example, if your name gets picked first out of the hat, you could pick any draft slot one through 12. Um, I unfortunately, my name was picked last, so I had no um, choice about where I picked. So I fell to number nine. However, the guy that picked number two thought better and he was like, yo, do you want to trade with me? Um, blah, 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 blah. So I have the option to either move up to pick number two or stay back and pick number nine. So the reasoning behind why I want to stay at nine is I like that return in round two. I can get somebody like Barkley, hopefully, if he's still there. I may even take Barkley in the first round because, again, these guys know what they're doing, and they're all from the New York, New Jersey area. So Barkley should go early. Um, I can also get Mixon there in the first round. I can get Swift. You know, So I have a lot of options there at number nine. And number two, I would have to take CMC. If you heard my podcast before, I'm worried about CMC's injury. However, he's absolutely worth a shot at number two because if he plays and he is healthy, he is a surefire running back number one in full point PPRs. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Do I want to take the chance on CMC at two or do I want to take number nine and have a better chance at two better players that I have higher on my rankings, if that makes any sense? Um, so let's just see how this shakes out. I guess what I want to do here um, is I'm going to do. I'm going to do a draft at nine for you guys. I'm going to do a draft at two, and we'll decide which team is better at the end. I'm not going to do the full draft. I'm just going to get the starters, okay? So this podcast is not about sleepers, late-round picks. This podcast is doing a mock draft with just my starters at the two spot and the nine spot in a full-point PPR 12-team league. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's roll. All right. So let's get this mock draft started. I'm going to do the first one in pick number two. Um, I do know Jonathan Taylor is going pick number one. Um, so I just, my, uh, I know who's picking number one, and they had already told me that they're going Jonathan Taylor. Um, this was known way before he even had number one that he wanted Jonathan Taylor. So I know at pick number two, I'm going to have my options, okay? Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, et cetera. I here have no other choice, in my opinion, than to take Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor um, are 
one a one one b or one a one a a however you want to look at it um so here at two i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to draft christian mccaffrey all right christian mccaffrey is all please keep in mind okay um that this league has two wide receivers three oh sorry three wide receivers two running backs and a okay one quarterback lead three wide receivers two running backs one tight end one flex one quarterback so as we're going through here, let's see what's going on. Okay, so I'm back now. Um, up on the top of the list here on sleepers, Mark Andrews, Devontae Williams, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, and A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, so what I really want to target here is uh, probably another running back because I get worried waiting on running backs. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take Leonard Fournette. Uh, the reason why I like Leonard Fournette is he's extremely undervalued this year. He finished as one of the top PPR running backs last year. I understand Rashad White is in Tampa Bay. However, Leonard Fournette is going to need to be involved. Okay, he came back to Tampa Bay for a reason. Brady likes Leonard Fournette. Okay, yes, Brady likes the pass catchers, but Leonard Fournette showed us that he could catch the ball last year. So do I think Rashad White, you know, eats a little bit into his PPR? Absolutely, but I am not afraid at all to take Leonard Fournette here in the second round, the second to last pick. So I'm going to go ahead and do so. Leonard Fournette is ours. Okay, so my team, as of right now, is Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette. Javante Williams is at the top. A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Kyle Pitts, Patrick Mahomes, T. Higgins, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so I'm really here either going to go Kyle Pitts or I'm going to go somebody like Keenan Allen or A.J. Brown. I'm staying away from Javante Williams. Uh, I had it on Twitter. Some guy reached out to me, and we got into a little conversation, and he actually tagged one of his um, experts. Uh, who actually covers the the Denver Broncos. And he told us that at most Javante Williams is, is carry share. If, if Gordon is healthy is 55 to 60 at most, he probably won't even reach 60% carry share this year in Denver. So be careful drafting Javante Williams with that inside information. This guy is no slack. He had over a hundred thousand followers. This guy covers the Denver Broncos. That's what he does. So I hear I'm going to stay away from him. I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. Okay, I know that may sound a little bit crazy to a lot of people. You know, how can you go for a tight end here? He's not a tight end in my book. This guy is a surefire um, tight end slash wide receiver. And the reason why I like him even more is Marcus Mariota looks like he's going to be the starter there. If you know anything about Marcus Mariota and Delaney Walker is he used to pepper his tight ends. He likes to go to his tight ends. So I could see Kyle Pitts having a very good season this year. All right, I am back up, okay? So I have Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts. So here on the draft board, we got Jared Judy, Antonio Gibson, <laughs> Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, Joe Burrow, okay? And again, I just looking at the top right now. I'm There's no reason to look any lower. I'm sorry, I missed a few here. We got Brees Hall and Jalen Waddell as well. Um, I have an option here, okay? I can go RB heavy and take Brees Hall. Or I can take a Cortland Sutton here as my wide receiver one. Hmm. This is a tough choice in my book. I am going to go, because I have Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, I am going, and I, there's running backs that I like late too, you know, like uh, Damian Pierce that I can get later on in the draft as my third running back. I'm going to go ahead and take Cortland Sutton here. I think Cortland Sutton is due for a really good season. He's big, he's fast, he's athletic, he gets open, and he is somebody that Russell Wilson is going to love to throw the ball to. Uh, 
He's projected 220 points, which is actually less than Mike Williams. I think that's a load of you-know-what. Uh, Mike Williams is such a boom-and-bust player. I do not want him on any of my teams. He has burned me year in and year out. So I kind of want to take Corbin Sutton. I was leaning a little bit on Jerry Judy, but it's a difference of do I believe in Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy this year or Cortland Sutton? Give me Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy. All right. I'm back up again. And Brees Hall is off the board, so I cannot go ahead and take Brees Hall if I wanted to. We got Jared Judy still, Mike Williams. I don't want him. J.K. Dobbins, Kyler Murray, Allen Robinson, and that's who I'm going to pick. Okay, I am very high on Allen Robinson this year. If you know that, you know that. Um, I talk about him a lot. I just think um, at age 29, I think it's time for him to reassert himself as a elite wide receiver in the NFL. Of course, target share could be an issue, but I'm not worried about it. The Rams throw a ton. Cooper Cup is obviously going to get his share of passes, but I do believe Allen Robinson this year is going to have a resurgence. So really look for Allen Robinson in your drafts, especially in full-point PPRs. This guy is going to be a beast. Everyone forgets how good he was prior to the horrific quarterbacks that he had in Chicago. Um, so go ahead and do yourself a favor. Draft Allen Robinson just as I am right now. Mike Williams comes off the board one pick after I take out. No, thanks. All right. Coming back around, coming back around. Dornell Mooney goes. Hawkinson, Hopkins, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. All right. I'm back up on the board here. So my team is shaping up to be pretty good. Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts, Corton Sutton, Allen Robinson. Okay, top of the board here on available players is Jalen Hurts, A.J. Dillon, Juju Smith-Schuster, Russell Wilson, Dallas Goddard, Damian uh, Harris, Rashad Bateman, and Kareem Hunt and Gabe Davis. Okay, um, hmm. so I have an interesting dilemma here. Okay, am I going to wait on my quarterbacks or am I going to go ahead and take Jalen Hurts here um, with my next pick? I am not going to go ahead and take Jalen Hurts here. And my mindset of this is I'm hoping that Russell Wilson comes back to me in the next round. And the reason for that is I have Cortland Sutton and I love stacking my quarterbacks with my wide receivers. Um, I think Russell Wilson is going to have a very good year in Denver. Um, they have a running game. And if you know anything about Russell Wilson, he thrives when the, uh, and does well when his team can run the ball. So I do think Russell Wilson has a good year this year. So what I'm going to do here is I have a, an option, Rashard Bateman or Gabe Davis. Okay. My heart is saying Gabe Davis, but my mind is saying Rashad Bateman. And the reason for that is Rashad Bateman is Baltimore's number one wide receiver, while Gabe Davis is Buffalo's second wide receiver. However, Gabe Davis is on a pass-heavy offense, while Baltimore obviously runs the heck out of the ball. Um, so who do I want to go here? I am going to go with Rashad Bateman. I think that he has a breakout season this year. Um, I do think that him and Lamar Jackson are going to create something special in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is no joke this year. If I could grab him in my draft, I would. However, he went right before my, let's see, fourth round pick. So I'm going to go ahead and take Rashad Bateman. And back around, let's see, did it work out? And yes, it did. Russell Wilson is still on the board for my Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson stack. Okay, so my team is shaping up as Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts, Cortland Sutton, 
Allen Robinson, Rashad Bateman, and Russell Wilson. I really like that. I love the stack, Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. Okay, um, I'm going to go. So this would this would fill out. Yes, this would fill out my starting team. Quarterback Russell Wilson, wide receivers Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Rashad Bateman, tight end Kyle Pitts, running back uh, Fournette and Chris McCaffrey. I'm sorry, I need to have a flex. So this would be my starting flex player here. Hmm, we got we got uh, Penny, Edmonds, Burks, Lockett. Alan Lazard, James Cook, Chris Olave, Trey Lance, Melvin Gordon, Gordon, Faramuth, and Rashad Stevenson. Okay, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a gamble. Uh, I'm going to take Chris Olave. Uh, I I don't, you know, I was all over Michael Thomas when he came back from the injury, but he's already down again, um, and that scares me. And if we know anything about the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston, he's going to want to air it out. And I think they're going to need an alpha wide receiver there. And if Michael Thomas can't be that alpha and be on the field, it's going to be Chris Olave. I think Chris Olave has all the talent in the world. I loved him coming out of Ohio State. If you heard episode two uh, or even one, I believe, of this podcast, you know how much I love Chris Olave. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take him and then I'm going to hope that Rashad Stevenson is is available on the way back because that gives me the option of starting Stevenson in my flex while also having the upside of Chris Olave, who I think will be taken if I don't take him here. So I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Olave. And boom, Rashad Stevenson is still there for me to take um, as my possible starting flex and my third running back, which is huge. I'll go ahead and I'll do two more picks. For um, slot number two, again, I'm do this is in slot number two. I'm going to do another one in the next segment here at pick number nine because I have the option of nine and two. Let's decide which team is better when I'm done. All right, so Michael Carter, Madison, Kirk Cousins, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, Naheem Hines, Isaiah Spiller, Hunter Henry. Okay, let's see who we want to take here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go and. Draft. Let's see who's available here um, for just wide receivers. Could use some depth here at wide receivers. Um, Okay, I don't really see anybody that I'm liking. You know, there's a Romeo Dobbs there, but I can wait another round on him. I do like Romeo Dobbs this year. Let's see the running backs. Shad White, Ronald Jones. Okay, this is exactly where I'm going here. So I have the option of Kenneth Gainwell or Brian Robinson. Um. All reports out of Washington is Brian Robinson has taken control over the Washington backfield. However, this is a PPR league, okay, full point PPR league. Brian Robinson will probably not catch many balls. Okay, Gibson is came out of college as a wide receiver, so he can obviously still catch the ball. He may not be able to hold on to the ball in the run game, but it's a total different animal from holding on uh, through a handoff and through the big monsters there in the middle compared to catching the ball and getting hit by a corner that's just about your size. So I'm going to go ahead here and I'm going to take a chance on Kenneth Gainwell. I think Philadelphia, if all reports are true, are really going to want to throw the ball this year. And Kenneth Gainwell is that third round back for Philly. I think he's going to have some really good games. And he is talented enough also to get a lot in the rush in, in the rushing department. And I think he could absolutely take over um, Sanders' job there as running back one. So I'm going to go ahead here and I'm going to take Kenneth Gainwell. All right, I'm back on the board. Um, back on the board here. So I have four running backs, three wide receivers, and a tight end. Um, 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 let's see. 
don't like any of the tight ends here. I can just wait and grab one real late later. Wide receiver wise, okay. Yeah. I'm so tempted to take Julio Jones. I really, really, really am. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and take some upside here and I'm gonna draft. I'm gonna draft. Ooh, it's a tough one. Um I have really an option at all um, Green Bay wide receivers at this point in terms of MVS, Christian Watson, and Romeo Dobbs. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a stab in the dark, and I'm going to take Nico Collins. I think Nico Collins is going to have a really good season this year. Um, I really, really like his upside, and this is his second year in this offense, second year for Davis Mills. I think the Houston Texans are a lot better than people are giving them credit for, especially on offense. Damien Pierce is going to be a fear, a force in that backfield. They still have Cooks. Um, I think Davis is not a bad quarterback, and I think he's going to do a lot better moving forward. So go ahead, and I'm going to take Nico Collins here with my next pick. So as you see what I did here, guys, late in the draft with my bench players, I'm just looking for potential upside. Okay, don't go for those steady players that you know you're going to get eight to nine points a week from, and that's about it. You want to grab upside. Okay, that's why I took Nico Collins there and Gainwell. I see just tons of upside there. And then look, Romeo Dobbs is still here on the board, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take him as well, and that's going to be my last pick of this draft. All right, so here we go. We got Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts, Corton Sutton, Allen Robinson, Shaw Bateman, Russell Wilson, Chris Olave. Rashad uh, Stevenson, Kenneth Gainwell, Nico Collins, and Romeo Dobbs. I think that team has extreme upside, and I would love to go to war with this team. However, this is pick number two. We have to do our mock for pick number nine. And then at the end, we will decide together which team we like more. Be right back. Folks, there is no such thing as a fantasy offseason. Only the pre-draft season. And here at Sports Ethos, the pre-draft season has already begun. Our expert analysis are churning out important lessons learned and draft analysis on incoming rookies so you can get a jump on your prep and will have incredible free agency and a summer league coverage as well. But only if you're part of our premium member team. Head to sportsethos.com now and click on the premium tab to grab a fantasy pass today. Seriously, just cook yourself one extra lunch Per month, because this deal is only $5.99. I'll see you there. All right. So now that we picked at pick number two, I really like that team. I like my running backs in, in CMC and Leonard Fournette. I like my upside and wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson. You know, um, I just I, I like that team. Kyle Pitts is huge upside. So let's see how we do here with pick number nine. Okay, full point, PPR, 12-team league, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, and a flex. So let's go ahead and let's set up this mock draft. All right, let's claim pick number nine. Okay, so again, I have a choice, picker two and nine. I already did my two. Now let's start at nine. This is going to be a total – I'm starting right now. This is going to be a total open draft um, in terms of a spot because nine is obviously on the other end of the draft than pick number two. So let's see how this all works out for us. Number nine, I still have Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and Devontae Adams on the board. I am going to go. 
I'm going to go Jamar Chase. I think his upside is just way too high. And for me to get him in pick number nine, I absolutely love it. He has the potential to finish as wide receiver one. I do love Jeff or Je- Justin Jefferson, but I think this year we're going to see a lot of receivers. Well, not a lot. I'm sorry. These top two, maybe even three with Cup. I'm not a big Cup guy this year, but I do think he re- regresses, but he won't regress to the point of just irrelevance, obviously. So I would put him at wide receiver three, but I think Jamar Chase has an absolute chance to have a monster year. So I'm going to go ahead and take him here with. All right, fingers crossed that Barkley makes it back to us. And let's take a look. Who's running backs? Yes, he did. Saquon Barkley's there at second round, pick number nine, and I'm going to go ahead and take him. So this is an unbelievable start. This is like a dream start for me if I have pick number nine. You know, we got Jamar Chase and Saquon Barkley. So what I'm really going to want to do, too, is I want to target Burrow, I love the Chase and Burrow stack. So let's keep our eye on when you know we should creep, creep up and take him. All right, so I got Allen Robinson left, James Conner, Justin Herbert, Cam Akers, George Kittle, Michael Pittman. So all right, so I have a, I have an option here: Michael Pittman. I'm leaning towards or Keenan Allen. Um, I love Michael Pittman's upside. I really, honestly do. But I just think Keenan Allen is that dude. Um, one of the most underrated wide receivers in all of the NFL. I love Keaton Allen. I will be taking him here in the third round. Okay, fingers crossed that Travis Etienne falls to us. No, he just got picked. One pick before us. That hurts. That hurts the soul. Okay, so our options here, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell. Okay, so I, I want to go running back here before it gets really thin. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Brees Hall. I think all the reports that Michael Carter is going to start for the Jets is false. Um, Reese Hall's lack of production in last preseason game was due to he was running behind the second O-line. Give me a break. Give me Brees Hall there in the fourth round. I am loving this team so far. Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen, and Brees Hall. Okay, let's keep our eye on the draft board here. Okay, Joe Burrow is a top quarterback. If he's still there, I'm taking him. And he is. That's huge. Love this stack. Give me Joe Burrow stack with Jamar Chase. All right, so pick nine, I currently have Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, and Joe Burrow. I had to take Burrow a little bit earlier than I wanted to, but I wanted that stack, okay? You got to take guys that you want, okay? Don't let them fall, and you won't be able to grab them later. So I already know who I'm going with with this pick. I mean, I just took him at pick number two as well. Give me Allen Robinson for all the reasons that I mentioned in my last segment when I was picking at number two. Love it. Love him. He's going to be unbelievable on the Rams this year. Book it. Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, Joe Burrow, and Allen Robinson. All right. Let's see what we got here. Let's take a look. Okay. Um, I'm I'm targeting... uh, Cole Komet here at tight end. I don't want to take him just yet. I may take him on the way back. So we're going to need a flex option here. We got two running backs, a quarterback, and three wide receivers. So we need a flex option here with this pick. Okay. Elijah Moore, bunch of tight ends like Dawson Knox, who I'm not a fan of. Hunter Renfro. Drake London, who is definitely tempting, but not really somebody I want to take a chance on right here. Um, but I think I'm going to be forced to do so because I honestly don't like Damian Williams for obvious reasons. 
Kenneth Walker, I could take here. I just don't know um, if he's going to have the type of rookie season that we think he's going to have. Or Sharp Penny is going to get his share of carries. Okay, so I can also go Elijah Moore here as well. And that's something that I may actually do here. Yes, that is what I'm going to do here. I think Elijah Moore here makes sense for me in terms of upside and wide receiver. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Elijah Moore. Uh, if I can click the button, there he goes. Okay, Elijah Moore is mine. Okay, it's coming back around. Boom, I'm back up. Okay, so if I don't take Cole Komet here now, I'm not going to probably get him on the way back. So I'm going to have to reach a little bit on Cole Komet. I'm very high on Cole Komet. Um, I don't care who knows about it. Everyone should know about him at this point. Um, he has extreme upside, extreme size. Looks very motivated this year, and he is literally the second only option for the Chicago Bears after Darrell Mooney. So I'm going to take Cole Komet here. I missed Gabe Davis there that but before I took Elijah Moore, Moore by two picks. If Gabe Davis would have made back to me and put him in my flex, whoo, have been lethal. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take about one or two more picks, and I'm going to take guys that I like, obviously, and um, I'm going to take him again. I took him at pick number two, but I like Stevenson. I think he's going to be very productive on New England this year. So I'm going to go ahead and take Stevenson. All right, and one more pick. I'm going to go running back again, and I'm going to take Damian Pierce. I think Damian Pierce this year has has league-winning type potential, and if Brees Hall kind of you know, doesn't do well or Stevenson doesn't follow through later on in the season, I think Damian Pierce is going to get a ton of carries this year in Houston. Give me Damian Pierce. All right, so... I'm going to stop this one here as well because I have my receivers, my running backs, flex, and my quarterback, So and my tight end. So I'm going to go ahead and stop here. So my team here at pick number nine is Chase, Barkley, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, Joe Burrow, Allen Robinson, Elijah Moore, Cole Komet, Stevenson, and Damian Pierce. Very, very solid team. I'm concerned a little bit with the Brees Hall pick. Um, I'm concerned a little bit with Elijah Moore pick. However, I backed myself up there because Elijah Moore is in my flex, right? So Stevenson could really pop into that flex for the first couple weeks while Joe Flacco plays. And then if Brees Hall turns out to really be running back two in the Jets, which he's, in my opinion, there's no shot. I can always put in Damian Pierce there at running back. I have extreme upside in terms of running back position, but the Brees Hall pick does get me a little nervous. Um, but like I said, I'm nervous, but the upside is just, it's too juicy not to take Brees Hall there in that fourth round. Okay, so I'll be right back, and we're going to break down both teams, and I'm going to tell you which team I think I'd rather go to war with, and then I'm going to ask for you to give me your opinion. Be right back. All right, now that my mock draft has officially ended, let's break down these teams. And let's decide which team you would like to go to war with. So for pick number two, I drafted Christian McCaffrey in the first round. I love Christian McCaffrey in terms of upside. He scares me in terms of injury. However, if he is healthy, he is sure fire RB1 and full point PPRs. In the second round, I took Lenny Fournette. Love Lenny Fournette. 
very underrated in PPR leagues. People just think of him as his time in LSU as he was a bowling ball. This guy is extremely underrated in the PPR game. Love Leonard Fournette there in the second round. In the third round, I took Kyle Pitts. Okay, Kyle Pitts, extreme upside at tight end position. Marcus Mariota loves to throw his tight ends to check out his stats when he was playing in Tennessee with Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker was a surefire tight end one in fantasy football leagues, and Kyle Pitts is that much better of an athlete. Don't get me wrong. Delaney Walker was very good in his prime, but Kyle Pitts is just a freak. So give me Kyle Pitts there in the third round. Fourth round, my first wide receiver off the board is Cortland Sutton. I had a choice between really Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. I went with Cortland Sutton. I think that is going to create a really good chemistry with Russell Wilson. Do I think Jerry Judy holds value? Absolutely. But I do think Cortland Sutton is going to be the number one wide receiver in Denver. In the next round, I took Allen Robinson. Huge on Allen Robinson this year. I think that his upside is tremendous. He's 29 years old. He's got a lot to prove. People have wrote him off, written him off um, because of the horrific quarterback play that he had in Chicago. This guy was an elite wide receiver at one point of his career. I believe he gets back to that thanks to Matthew Stafford in that Los Angeles Rams offense. Next, I took Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, number one wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Oh, but they have Lamar Jackson. He doesn't throw the ball very well. Get out of here with all that noise. Lamar Jackson is angry. He wants his money. Lamar Jackson's going to ball out. I even heard a report recently that Lamar Jackson's going to run less if he doesn't have a new contract. So if he runs less, guess what he means he's going to be doing? Throwing the ball more. Rashad Bateman, whether or not Lamar Jackson runs 100 million times and throws a couple of times, Rashad Bateman is a fantastic wide receiver. Three, don't let anybody tell you different. Next on my list, I wanted a QB wide receiver stack. I like to do that especially if I have the option and the and I don't have to reach on the quarterback. So I went with Russell Wilson. I'm stacking him with Cortland Sutton. People may get on my case about that and say, why didn't I wait and take a Trey Lance or something like that? At my quarterback position, guys, I don't want to mess around with guys that can have highs and guys that can have lows. Give me the steady, very good Hall of Fame Russell Wilson. I think he comes alive in Denver. They're going to run the ball. And if you know anything about Russell Wilson's career, he thrives when the team can run the ball. Next on my list, I have Chris Olave. Chris Olave is slated in my flex, but I may not start him right away in my flex. I want to see how things turn out in New Orleans. And what I mean by that is Michael Thomas going to be healthy because if Michael Thomas is healthy, obviously that's a hit on Chris Olave. However, hamstring injuries are no, no joke. He obviously didn't heal well from, from the foot ankle injury that he had a couple years ago. Chris Olave has extreme upside. He's very talented. I loved him out of Ohio State, and I think Jameis Wilson will love him too. Next, I took Stevenson on New England. I think Stevenson's going to start in my flex. I think I love Stevenson this year. I want him everywhere. Um, Damian Williams is not that guy. I mean, he could be that guy. It's just if Bill Belichick doesn't think you're that guy, he will for sure make sure you don't become that guy. So give me Stevenson there in the next round. My second guy on the bench after Stevenson is Kenneth Gainwell. I think Kenneth Gainwell on the Philadelphia Eagles will become RB1 eventually. It may not be week one, but it could certainly be week two or on. It could even be week one, but I'm not too sure about that. But we're talking PPR full point leagues. Give me Gainwell in the passing game all day long, especially if the Philadelphia Eagles are going to throw the ball more. Next, Nico Collins. Nico Collins I drafted here. I love the upside of Nico Collins. Year two, really meshing well with um, Davis Mills in Houston. 
Brandon Cooks is still there and he's still wide receiver number one. However, I think Collins is very sleepy, uh, sorry, very sneaky and could be one of those sneaky picks that could win you your league. So I'm going to stop there with my team with, with pick number two. Okay, so what do you think about that team? What do you like the upside? Where do you not like my picks? Do you not like Christian McCaffrey there at two? Do you not like Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy? Do you not think that Bateman's going to come through? Chris Olave, Stevenson, Gainwell, Collins. What do you think about those picks? Russell Wilson, right? I really like this team. I really, really do. But let's compare it now to pick number nine. Okay, pick number nine. I went with Jamar Chase at nine. Love it. Exactly who I wanted there at nine because I knew Jefferson was going to be off the board and my running backs that I was targeting were going to be off the board. Next, I took Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is mad. He wants to prove the haters wrong. He plays for the team that I love, the New York Giants. I just think Saquon Barkley in PPR leagues is an absolute monster. And I've, if Jamar Chase was off the board here and I was looking at uh, you know, a Saquon Barkley or let's just say a Dalvin Cook or something like that, I'm probably going to go Saquon. I don't Call me crazy. I just think Saquon has a real potential as finishing as RB1 this year. Third, I picked Keenan Allen. I love Keenan Allen. People give don't give this guy enough credit. He is extremely underrated and very talented. Year in, year out, one of the best runners in the NFL, playing with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Don't give me that Mike Williams stuff. Keenan Allen is the alpha dog in LA for the Chargers. So Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen. And then this is when things got a little hairy in my book. I was kind of forced or handcuffed, I should say, to take a Brees Hall. Now, people love Brees Hall. Some people hate Brees Hall in redraft leagues. I'm like, I'm teetering over really like Brees Hall to almost love Brees Hall. I think he's talented is through the roof. Um, it's just that Michael uh, have, having, um, you know, the, the two running backs that the, the, the Jets have, it's going to be hard for Brees Hall to get the carry share in that New York Jets backfield. Okay. Um, do I think he does? Obviously, I wouldn't have picked him here in the fourth, but it's hard for me to totally commit. Okay. That Brees Hall is going to be the alpha running back in the Jets as a rookie when they want to kind of maybe protect him a little bit and give Michael Carter, the name slipped my mind there, but Michael Carter some, some run. But again, in round four, absolutely taking a shot on Brees Hall without a doubt. And I'm going to make sure later on in my draft that I'm backing myself up with some other running backs. But Next, pick number five in round five. I'm sorry, I picked Joe Burrow. Why'd you take Joe Burrow? I need the stack. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow is that stack, okay, that I really, really want. And if I take Jamar Chase, I'm absolutely taking Joe Burrow. There is no, I'm not taking Jamar Chase and not getting Joe Burrow. I don't want Jamar Chase without Joe Burrow, is what I'm trying to say. Sixth round, I took Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, for the same reason I mentioned before, angry, 29 years old, ready to prove all the haters and doubters wrong. Next, I took Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, New York Jets. Okay. I'm a little nervous for Flacco being behind center for a couple weeks, but don't worry. His quarterback will be back soon enough. So Elijah Moore's upside is very good. Next, Cole Komet. Love Cole Komet at tight end. Um, I'm going to try to get him in every single league that I'm in. I just think that being literally the second best pass catcher on your team is a huge advantage as at his tight end, especially for a young tight end that has a lot of promise. Next, I took Stevenson, New England. Okay, I told you previously, and I picked him at pick number two that I love Stevenson this year. Okay, so what I did there is I backed up, I hedged my Brees Hall pick with taking Stevenson, and then I hedged it again in the next round by taking Damian Pierce, and then I hedged it again in the next round by taking Kenneth 
Gainwell. Okay, so just to go through that team, Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, Joe Burrow, Allen Robinson, Elijah Moore, Cole Komet, Stevenson, Pierce, and Gainwell. Which team do you think is better? Pick number two or pick number nine? I am going to say, not by a lot, but I like my second pick team. Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Rashad Bateman, Russell Wilson, Chris Olave, Stevenson, Gainwell, Nico Collins, Romeo Dobbs. I just think the upside and potential of this team is through the roof. I am stacked at the wide receiver position. I am stacked at the running back position. I am stacked at the flex. Tight end with Kyle Pitts. Russell Wilson as my quarterback. So here, if I was going to go to the war, I would not mind going to war with my pick number nine team because I like the Jamar Chase, Saquon Barkley back-to-back, but I really love this Christian McCaffrey team. Now, obviously, a lot of it, if not all of it, hedges on the health of Christian McCaffrey. So that's what you need to decide, my people, going into your fantasy football drafts, especially if you're picking early at pick one or two. Do you want to take the chance on Christian McCaffrey? Earlier on the season, if you would have asked me around March, I would have said you are absolutely insane. However, with that being said, the more I think about it, the more research that I've done, if Christian McCaffrey is healthy, he could finish as the number one overall fantasy football player, skill position player this year in fantasy football. So I am really saying that I think he is worth a shot here at pick one or even pick two. So do not be afraid to try to take a chance on Christian McCaffrey. Now, I could be eating my words, and I should, have, and I'm, I might go back on this and say, geez, JP, why didn't you just trust your gut? You've been saying since March that Christian McCaffrey's probably going to get hurt. But I'm also trusting Saquon Barkley if I'm picking at nine to stay healthy, right? So either way, I like the outside of McCaffrey over Barkley for various reasons in the passing game and for Carolina and Baker Mayfield now being there. I love Christian McCaffrey in terms of healthiness, being healthy, hopefully, and finishing as the overall skill player fantasy football number one. And that's going to put a bow here on episode 26 of my fantasy NFL Today podcast. Please make sure that you are following me on Twitter because it's extremely important moving forward. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting to every question when the season starts. And there's going to be a lot of questions, start and sit questions, waiver wire questions that I may not know that you're dealing with unless you ask me on Twitter. So make sure at JP Sticko, S-T-I-C-C-O, JP before that. Get me those questions. Okay. It's very important. But what I'm going to do now moving forward in this podcast is next podcast, I have my big draft on Saturday, the one that I just did a mock for. And I'm hoping, okay, that I can get that pick number two from my buddy. I'm trying to trade for it. He offered it. And now he's saying he's got to think about it. So I'm hoping I can do it because I really like that second team that I just drafted. Um, But what I'm going to do here is on Sunday, I'm going to pop back on here with a special guest and we're going to talk through my draft. Um, and hopefully things work out just as they did there for me at pick number two in this episode 26. If you haven't already, please make sure you're liking, subscribing. Please comment too under here and rate it and tell me what you think. Um, it really helps boost uh, the podcast through the roof. I greatly appreciate your time and I greatly appreciate you guys listening here on episode 26. I will see you all on Sunday. Wish me good luck if you got your fantasy drafts this weekend. Best of luck to you. And if you don't, make sure you stay safe and have a great, fantastic weekend. I'll see everybody on Sunday. Peace, love, and fantasy football.